0: Welcome back, everybody, to another Beaver Watershed Alliance podcast. We are water. Today's topic is all about recreation in the Beaver Lake watershed. July has been proclaimed by Governor Hutchinson as Lakes Appreciation Month in Arkansas, and we are all learning about our local lakes and watershed through these podcasts. Beaver Lake itself has over 32,000 acres of fresh surface water, and there's over 2,800 miles of streams and creeks. The feed and flow into Beaver Lake, which means there's no lack of ways to get out and enjoy the area's local waterways. The Beaver Lake watershed is also mostly forested with a lot of opportunities on public lands to hunt, hike, camp, and enjoy the outdoor life. Recreation and tourism around Beaver Lake brings in over $43 million annually, which also makes Northwest Arkansas a great place to live, work, and play. I'm Becky Roark, Program Director for the Alliance, and we're excited to have a special guest speaker here today, Flip Putoff, who knows this watershed very well. Flip is the outdoors reporter for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, where he gets to explore our outdoor recreation areas and write about it. He's also on the newspaper's photography staff and has worked at the paper in its many forms since 1980. And in fact, just celebrated his 40th work anniversary. So Flip, really great to have you here today. And I'm sure we all want to hear, how did you get into outdoor writing for Northwest Arkansas?
1: Well, when I moved here in 1980, I got hired at the the paper as a photographer. And uh, back then, it was the Rogers Daily News that I got, got hired at. Well... I've been an outdoors person all my life, and uh, grew up on the lake and uh, everything. And I just noticed in the paper there was no outdoors coverage at all. And we here we got this big beautiful lake near us, and, uh, and uh, you—I would drive around town and you'd see a bass boat in every other driveway. And well, I kind of mentioned that to the editor of the paper, and so they let they let me start writing an outdoors column back then, and it just kind of grew from there. We went from just having a column, then we had an outdoors page. Actually, uh, oh, I guess it was six or seven years ago, we actually had a really big pull out outdoor section. And, uh, so now we have a, we still have an outdoor section, uh, in the paper, uh, every Tuesday. And, uh, that's one of my jobs there is to produce that. And it's, it's a job that I really love. Awesome.
2: And you're really good at it too. Oh, I appreciate that,
1: but, uh, boy, you know, it's a labor of love, I guess. Absolutely. Well,
2: what are some of your favorite places or things to do in the Beaver Lake Watershed? Man, I just,
1: I love the lake so much. I've, I've been a lake rat all my life. I grew up on a little lake up near Kansas City, and when I, uh, got out of school, and her, I always said, man, I'm gonna, you know, just keep mm-hmm. living on a lake, so, uh, I lived, uh, that lake and from there I have moved to Lake Taney Como near Branson and then I lived at Bull Shoals Lake, lived at Table Rock Lake and now I'm living on Beaver Lake and I've lived here since 1980 and I just love the lake, the fishing, uh, uh, boy, just, just being out on the water is what I really like. And, uh, in addition to the lake, I just love floating down rivers. I just love our streams like the War Eagle. White River, Kings River. I just love to go canoeing and uh and love that river fishing. So so just love uh just about everything about in the watershed.
2: Yeah, you even do a
1: little hunting too, right? Yeah, we do some duck hunting out on the lake and, and uh you and I have had the pleasure of hunting together with uh Alan Bland and some of our other friends out there. Uh that yeah, duck hunting is something is uh something good to do out there in the wintertime.
2: Hey, we got to see some ducks.
1: Yeah, we saw a lot of ducks that day. I think yeah. we've got one shot, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's the way it is at Beaver Lake, hunting out here. Uh, you gotta really wanna go because you spend a lot of time just looking at the blue sky and shooting the breeze more than anything.
2: <laughs> but, well, it's so nice to be outdoors anytime you can. It is,
1: and, you know, really, winter, gosh, it's just one of my favorite times to be out there because you know, there's no, there's nobody out there, hardly. And, uh, the fishing's good in the wintertime, and, uh, you know, there's duck, and, uh, it's just a good time to be on the water, uh, the year round, really. Yeah,
2: what kind of fish are you fishing
1: for in the winter? Oh, I like to go bass fishing in the wintertime. Um, I've found that in the winter, with bass fishing, you don't get very many bites, but the bites that you get can be from big fish. And, uh, Every, every bass I've, I've caught that's been a, a, a big size, I've pretty much got it during the winter. And, uh, walleye too, you know, walleye is, is a really, uh, good fishery on Beaver Lake now. That's really, really come on over the last five to ten years, and, uh, winter time's a good time to go walleye fishing as well.
2: these uh-huh. Do you use black tackle or, um, artificial
1: lures? I'm, uh, mostly use artificial lures, but, Last summer, a guy showed me how to use night crawlers to catch walleye, and uh, I won't go into great detail, but I've, I started doing that last summer, man, and right off the bat, I started catching nice big walleye with night crawlers, and I've, I've tried it one time, of my first time to go try that was uh, yesterday, and I fished for three hours dragging night crawlers around, and I never got a bite, but really more of a later in the summer thing, I think. So I'm not giving up on that yet. mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Got to just
2: keep trying. You know it. Plugging
1: <laughs> away. Yeah.
2: Well, there's a lot of folks that are moving to the Northwest Arkansas area, and, um, of course, we want them to know all about these places here in Northwest Arkansas. Are there any um, specific places you recommend in, like, the Rogers area or Springdale, some
1: specific spot maybe for those people that are moving in the area. You bet. Um, you know, if you follow the news, you probably read and heard that there's like 30 people a day move here every day. And so, so many of them are wanting to get involved with the recreation here. And boy, the hiking trails are just really nice. Uh, there's just trails galore around here for hiking. And uh, you know, even in, in the summer, the hiking's pretty good because you're you're in the shade, and if you go out early in the morning, it's still nice and cool. Um, the Shattuck's Hollow Trail out at Hobbs State Park is a real nice one and a half mile trail. Uh, Boy, Canyon Creek Trail up in Bella Vista is, is one of my favorite trails. Uh, Lost Valley Trail down at Devils uh, Den State Park, or uh, down the Buffalo National River, Lost Valley um uh, trail is just beautiful. Um, so those are just some real nice little starter trails and uh they're they're kind of popular trails too, so it's good to go during the week and, and early in the morning if you can. Um on
0: mm-hmm. the lake, you know,
1: we've we've got all the all the access areas, you know, Rocky Branch, Mary Creek, uh Lost Bridge that you can go to and uh, a lot of people some people think you gotta swim at one of the designated swimming beaches. But you could swim anywhere on this lake, you know you don't have to have a roped off area to go swimming. Any little piece of shoreline you can get to that you like is a good a good swimming hole. So um I'd like to say if you love the outdoors and you like doing stuff outdoors, fishing, hiking, canoeing and stuff, there's enough to do within two hours of your front door to last your entire life.
2: Oh, no! yeah. (laughs) Agreed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I just, you know, just get out there and get started.
2: Absolutely. Speaking of hiking trails and stuff, um, we've seen a lot more trails come to the Northwest Arkansas area, so um, what what have you seen as kind of the greatest change in in outdoor recreation?
1: The greatest change in outdoor recreation? Number one, in my view it is the emergence of kayaks as the paddle craft of choice. Whereas it used to be, you know, everybody, uh, went canoeing. But now you hardly see anybody floating down the rivers or out on the lake in a canoe anymore. Everybody's paddling kayaks and I can sure understand that because you're, you're independent, you know, and you're not in tandem with somebody else, uh, worrying about if they're paddling right or not and, uh, you know, kayaks, you can get a, if you can get a kayak for a couple hundred bucks. It'll probably last you all your life, really. And uh, canoes are a lot more. So uh just the emergence of kayaks is one thing. The, the Probably the most noticeable, noticeable thing that, I, that I've known. Um, another thing is there's, there's just so many more people living around here that things are starting to get kind of crowded on the weekends of the real popular places. So that's why, you know, I tell people... If you can go out, uh, go, go out during the week if he can and also go early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, good tips. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell you one other thing, Becky, that I've just noticed about the watershed in general is how, how little rain it takes anymore to start a flood.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, mm-hmm. one good, ex- one good example is in last January, the Corps, they spent two weeks getting the lake Lowered about 10 feet because it was so full. Well, then we had one little three-inch rainfall, and that caused it, was enough to cause a big enough flood that it just filled it right back up to the top. Oh, yeah. So it just seems to me like we've got so much more roofs, so much more pavement, uh, parking lots, and driveways that there's just not as much ground to soak up the water as there used to be.
2: Exactly. So that kind of leads into stewardship too, of our watershed. So we have these places to recreate for generations to come. So um, you know, there's things like rain gardens or planting trees and you know, right. adding in as much green space as possible. Do you have any other stewardship tips for listeners?
1: Well, one thing that I, I like to do, I'm just real big on. If, if I see any litter, I just Anytime we go we launch a boat at Beaver Lake or we start a float trip somewhere, if there's any if there's any trash laying around, we always pick it up. Mm-hmm. And we to leave a place cleaner than when you got there. Um and I would say we do that because it increases our karma with the fish. <laughs> and we always I agree. To I hit,
2: seen to happen. That yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know, it doesn't it it doesn't take very long to pick up any trash that's at a boat ramp or a, or a access. You know, it, it might take you five minutes or less, and then then the place is spick and span. So that that's uh, just one thing that I like to do when whenever I'm out on the lake or on the rivers.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and safety too. Anytime we're out um, recreating, keeping You know, especially like like Flip was saying you know, when that water comes in fast and goes into those creeks streams really fast, it's always a good idea to probably check um, either USGS stream gauges or exactly. other resources that can help plan a safe trip as well. Yeah.
1: And, boy, you just can't emphasize enough about wearing a life jacket. Uh, I, I just feel naked in a boat if I'm not wearing a life jacket, if I'm if the boat's going fast, you know, so I might take it off if I'm uh, fishing in the summertime and then we're sitting still. But if I'm going to run down the lake in a boat, my life jacket is on and buckled. Yes. And the same, the same uh, with on, on a river as well.
2: Better safe than sorry.
1: Oh yeah, life jackets. <laughs> I mean, I can't, can't say enough about them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So okay, well. Uh, we just really appreciate you taking some time to podcast with us today. And you are so
1: welcome. Yeah, thank
2: everybody for, for joining us and listening. Um, so, if, if folks want to find you and, and follow the, the uh, outdoor section, how can they do that?
1: Our Outdoors coverage is in the paper every Tuesday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, or you can find it on our Website uh, nwaonline.com. Um, and there's a little outdoors link there that has all our outdoors coverage on it. Look at it that way. And uh, so there's there's a couple ways to go about it. And you know, one thing I like about our section is it's real varied. You know, we just don't cover fishing and hunting. We cover all kinds of you know. Canoeing, camping, hiking, mountain biking, just if it's any kind of outdoor recreation, man, we are on it.
2: Even paddleboard.
1: Yeah, I've done, yeah, done a couple <laughs> stories on that.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. You get to get out and do those things and, and, and tell all of us about I do, I do. I,
1: I feel like part of our mission with our section is show people all the great stuff that we got around. And how they can get out and enjoy it.
2: Yeah. So, well, thank you. And um, you can catch more of our Beaver Watershed Alliance podcast on any place you listen to podcasts. You just search "We Are Water." And if you want to learn more about the Beaver Lake Watershed and things that uh, wait, you can participate in Lake Appreciation Month. Um, check out our Facebook, or you can go to our website at uh, Beaver Watershed Alliance dot org. So, thanks again for joining us and we'll see y'all next time.
1: Okay, see you, Becky. See y'all later.
2: All right.